Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, August 16th. Alaska and Wyoming are home to the next marquee primary contest this season, where Republicans who have challenged former President Trump face the voters. For Congresswoman Liz Cheney, the stakes could not be more clear for what this election contest represents. She is in the fight for her political life back home in Wyoming. And this is how she made the closing pitch to voters in her state. America cannot remain free if we abandon the truth. The lie that the 2020 presidential election was stolen is insidious. No matter how long we must fight, this is a battle we will win. Ever since Liz Cheney voted to impeach Donald Trump in the aftermath of January 6th, and as you know, she was one of 10 House Republicans to do so, she made her mission for her political professional life to be about eradicating Donald Trump from the Republican Party. For this, she not only has drawn the former president's ire, she lost her job as chairman of the House Republican Conference, she was booted out of leadership, and she found herself on an island, largely, inside the House of Representatives, which is exactly why Nancy Pelosi plucked her out of the Republican Party to be the vice chair of the January 6th committee in the House. That prominent role also made sure that she stayed in Donald Trump's crosshairs. There is no rhino in America who has thrown in her lot with the radical left more than Liz Cheney. The people of Wyoming are going to tell her, Liz, you're fired. Get out of here. That was former President Trump supporting his preferred candidate in today's primary, Harriet Hageman. She is the beneficiary of all the Trump, MAGA crowd, antipathy for Liz Cheney. Despite the fact that actually Harriet Hageman, just a few years ago, when Liz Cheney first ran for Congress in 2016, was a high-profile supporter of hers. Here's what Harriet Hageman sounds like these days. We're fed up with Liz Cheney. You deserve a representative who knows what it means to ride for the brand. Now, this is a daunting challenge for Liz Cheney. You're talking about a state that Donald Trump got like 70 percent of the vote in in 2020. And you're talking about a heavily Republican state full of Trump supporters. So you could just see at the outset what a difficult proposition this would be for Liz Cheney to navigate her way through a Republican primary. One piece of the strategy from the Cheney camp from early on was to invite Democrats and independents to register as Republicans, which, by the way, you could do up to including today, Election Day, primary day in Wyoming, register as Republicans to cast a ballot for Cheney. The problem for Cheney is one of simple math. There just may not be enough of those kinds of folks to come in and register as Republicans to participate in this primary to cast a ballot in support of Cheney. Now, we are seeing record levels of change in registration. We are seeing a sort of record pace of people dropping their Democratic registration and registering as Republicans. We see a big uptick in that. But again, the question is, are there enough of those folks 
to counteract all the energy in support of Donald Trump and against Cheney. Here's one example of a Democrat who registered as a Republican voting for Cheney speaking to CNN yesterday. I think it's literally a vote to help save the republic. I see her as a person of courage and integrity who has told the truth that Donald Trump lost the election and yet tried with lies and manipulation to stay in office anyway. And of course, January 6th is a galvanizing event across the board. Listen to what two Republican voters told Jeff Zeleny out in Wyoming. I think with everything that happened in January has really been eye-opening. And I want Wyoming to be protected. And I don't feel that Liz is doing that job. I think short short of that, uh, whole impeachment in January 6th uh, hearing uh, things, she she probably would have been all right. But uh, I I don't think she's going to be able to recover from that myself, from what I can see. Now, none of the reality of the political math against her swayed Liz Cheney from her position. She simply believes there are things that are more important than party or hanging on to a seat in Congress. My view is that at the end of the day, if defending the Constitution uh, against the threat that he poses um, means losing a House seat, then that's a sacrifice that, that I'm willing to make. But she also wanted to put all her muscle into this fight to try and take a stand and see if she could stem the tide of Trumpism inside the Republican Party. And that included putting her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney, to work in this high-profile television ad where he just addressed voters straight to camera. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. Two other races to watch today. These are up in Alaska, where another Trump target, Senator Lisa Murkowski, Republican who voted to convict him back in the Senate impeachment trial in the aftermath of January 6th. She, too, has been a key political enemy of Donald Trump's. He is eager to see her removed from office. He backed another Republican in the race, Kelly Shabaka. But here's the deal. In Alaska, this primary, everybody, Democrats, Republicans, what have you, are all on the same ballot. And the top four vote getters advance to the November election. Lisa Murkowski is likely to advance to the November election. So she's probably safe today. And what is the argument she's making to voters in Alaska so that she can try and dampen the Trump criticism? Well, as usual, it's that she can bring home the bacon. Who can best deliver for Alaska? That's what this race for the United States Senate is really about. Through my seniority, I get real results for our state. Every day, I work across party lines to strengthen our economy, expand our energy production, take care of our veterans, and invest in our critical infrastructure. I'm for Alaska always. The other notable race in Alaska is for the House seat, again, another state with a single House member who represents the entire state, because of the vacancy left behind by the death of long-term Congressman Don Young. Sarah Palin, the former governor, John McCain's 2008 vice presidential running mate, is making an attempt at a political comeback here. She is one of the candidates who has advanced to the top four runoff, if you will, for this 
special election to serve out the remaining of Don Young's term this year, as well as running in the primary to continue to serve, should she win, next year in the new Congress. So today, we will learn the first round, the initial preference of voters in that House race. But if nobody gets 50% plus one, a clear majority, it goes into ranked choice voting. And up in Alaska, they will not compute the ranked choice reallocation of voters' second or third choices until August 31st. So this one may linger for a while. And unlike Murkowski and Cheney, Sarah Palin is running with the backing and endorsement of former President Trump. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.